Hey, welcome back to another episode of Duality. If you are new, my name is Aria. Thank you for taking the time to check out my podcast. And if you are returning, thank you for continuing to support me on this platform, participating in this community, and being patient for this next episode. took some time away not just from the podcast but from essentially everything I do work-wise this summer for a few reasons. The most obvious and pressing being that I was sick a few times over. Thankfully nothing overly serious but I was definitely out of commission for majority of the summer. And when I wasn't, I was recovering, and then something else would happen. And as soon as I was healthy again, I had to catch up on work. I also wanted to take the past couple of weeks that I have been feeling better to reflect upon what I'm doing here. With this podcast and with the community that we have together. And really realign with who I am. And my purpose. This podcast started as something between two people and was honestly never my idea. I really didn't have podcasting on my radar, but when I took the leap, I fell in love. The community that we have created together is so powerful, is so affirming, it's so real that even when that ended, I wanted to carry it forward. But when you start something with someone else, you don't necessarily have the opportunity to do everything your way. And I feel like the approach was not purely reflective of who I am, like any partnership is. It's a combination of two people. And I definitely felt pressure to only be in my tenderness, to embody this like holistic and very, very spiritual persona and that is not to say that I do not have strong spiritual beliefs and that I don't have respect for the holistic approach to life. I'm just so much more than that and I don't think those are the major components of who I am. So I did find myself over the past year of doing this feeling like I had to soften my edges I had to deliver things in a specific way. I had to focus on speaking on things that are all about healing, like this episode. And the truth is, is that I am a very direct and blunt person. I tell it like it is. I like to keep it real. I like to keep it to the point. I like to talk about everything, even the not-so-pretty stuff. Actually, I kind of like to focus on the ugly things that people tend to shy away from speaking about. And so my intention with taking the time away and coming back and with the episodes that I continue to put out is to truly embody all of me. I mean, that's what duality is. It's being soft, but also being hard. And to also continue to put out episodes that reflect that and reflect what I am experiencing currently. So with that being said, and by the title of this episode, 
I am here to talk about healing and it almost makes me cringe to phrase it as such because it's such a buzzword now, especially in the mental health space and the self-care space. Self-care itself is a buzzword and a lot of it is misrepresented. Healing and self-care is not bubble baths and face masks and having an aesthetic morning routine and... (laughs) And just all of these positive, productive things. Healing and self-care are actually very difficult. It can be very heavy at times. It can be very lonely at times. It hurts. It's hard. It's frustrating. It's a long process that, in my opinion, does not end ever. But it is a worthy cause, as I've said before. What self-care really means or healing really involves is taking a hard look at ourselves, peeling back the layers of how we have participated and typically in covert ways, and that's why we miss it and overlook it, in the very painful cycles or patterns of our life. Self-care is truly sitting with yourself and acknowledging ways in which you have self-sabotaged. And we all do it, and it's nothing to be embarrassed of. I guess I can give you an example, something that I still continue to do here and there, and it takes a lot of effort to avoid, is procrastinating. Procrastination is absolutely a self-sabotaging behavior. You consciously know that putting off tasks that you need to get done is going to cause stress later on. It's going to cause overwhelm, perhaps anxiety. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel concerned about getting things done on time. It takes away from focusing on quality work and requires focus to be put on, okay, I only have this much time to do this, so let's get it done as quickly as possible. I think that there's a thrill in it and some type of satisfaction, I guess, in putting something off until the very last minute and still being able to produce a great finished product. It's really satisfying for me personally and internally to be like, hey, you only had 30 minutes to do this and you still did that and it was still great. But those 30 minutes and the days that I put it off beforehand, I'm so stressed out regardless. And I could so easily avoid that stress and that concern by just doing the work. So yes, procrastination is one example of countless ways that we either obviously or inconspicuously sabotage ourselves and doing the best that we can. Sometimes self-sabotage or our participation in patterns that are painful for us can look like choosing the wrong partner, spending our time with people who don't have good habits or require you to stay where you're at, recognizing the ways in which we participate in these patterns that don't serve us and they don't help us towards who we want to become is 1000% what healing is all about. It's absolutely what self-care is actually about. In order to take the best care of oneself, you have to be able to 
mitigate and prevent the continued problems in your life. Taking care of yourself means intentionally protecting and nourishing your body. It means gauging and reflecting upon what is going on in your mind and in your heart. It means identifying what makes your spirit feel alive. It means proactively and purposefully surrounding yourself with people who make you feel good, support the person that you want to be, are patient with you, and are kind. And while these other like workout routines and taking bubble baths on Sundays are, are good examples of a few honestly superficial ways in which we can take care of ourselves. The long-lasting effects of actually healing your wounds and actually being able to feel happiness every day and actually being able to look at your life and feel excited and hopeful, that effect can only be achieved when we do the hard work, we do the deeper work, we solve the underlying issues that recreate these patterns in our life. In order to do that, we have to spend time with our wounds. When we're feeling pain and we are feeling heavy-hearted, maybe defeated or discouraged, we need to sit in those feelings. We don't have to stay, but you do need to be present in that long enough to gauge how deep it runs, to even be able to pinpoint why you feel that way before you can even think of resolving the issue at hand. We have to be so patient with ourselves, which is not easy, including for me, but there will be phases of... There will be phases that feel like you are being propelled forward at the fastest rate. And there will be other ones where you feel pushed, you feel like the world is out to get you, and why can't my life just be okay for a while? Why can't everything just be okay for a minute? There will be times where you feel like you're regressing. That for me is the hardest because I work so hard on anything that I do really. And especially on giving myself a better life and giving myself the things that I didn't have for a very long time, but so desperately needed. And so in those moments where I feel like I'm regressing because the same circumstances are presenting themselves to me. I feel frustrated. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere and that's completely normal. And the difference is in the choices that we make. We'll be presented with the same things over and over again until we learn the lesson at hand. And in those moments, it really is up to us to either continue to repeat our bullshit or demonstrate that, no, actually, I've already learned that lesson. I do not need to do and make the same choices that I usually do. It is so hard to act in a way that is contrary to your typical habit. And I feel like that's common sense. Like whether it be eating junk food and breaking that habit or what I'm talking about with making the same choices in the same circles and the same 
circumstances over and over again. Because we are creatures of habit and comfort. And it is very comfortable to stay in what we're used to, even if it's not good for us. It's very comfortable to keep making the same choices because we can predict what's going to happen next, even if it isn't what we want. Our mind and body want to return to equilibrium. And what equilibrium is when it comes to your mind is a calm state. Your calm or comfortable mindset. For someone like me, for a very long time, what my comfort zone mentally looked and felt like was literal and utter chaos. It was someone being negative and unsupportive and hypercritical of me and me fighting to be loved and accepted as I was. And I repeated that in everything that I did, no exceptions. And because I was so used to chaos and emotional pain, whether it was consciously or subconsciously, honestly, it was both, I would continue to make choices to bring me back to that. I would continue to make choices that would create that because that's what I was used to and that's what I was comfortable in. That's why being able to identify your own participation in things is so important if you want to feel better, if there is an area in your life that you want to improve upon, or if you are just sick of how your life has continued to be. And the hard reality and the very painful reality of the things that happen to us in life, outside of trauma, outside of things that happen to us when we are too young to make our own choices or to protect ourselves, is that all you can control is the choices that you make. And so harnessing your ability to shape your circle, the community you participate in, your environment, your home, your lifestyle, your career, your relationships is what will allow you to actually use that power of yours to create what you want, to create the life that you have been dreaming of probably since you were a kid. So no, healing is not linear. It's not like, okay, you start doing everything you're supposed to and there aren't moments where you do fall back into your comfortable patterns. And then there will be times where you actually are moving forward two, maybe three, four steps forward and a step back here and there. But people will present themselves or opportunities, and I'm putting that in air quotes, may present themselves that would make it very easy for you to just go back to what you knew, to back to that old version of you. And at the end of the day, it's up to us to either choose that and be okay with the choices that we make and the life that we've made for ourselves, or you can do something about it. One unexpected thing that I've experienced, especially over the last two years, of really hyper-focusing on me and my shit and what I create aka the messes and the nonsense and the wrong people that I have invited in the past into my space, is that even though we pursue new patterns and new habits 
in order to create a bigger and better version of ourselves. And we know that that old version of ourselves that we're letting go of wasn't serving us. I still mourned the old versions of me. I don't think that's specific to me either. I feel like this is a common experience. I genuinely look back on different versions of myself where, yeah, it was easier for me to navigate life at times or take no shit or be fearless. Much of it was chalked up to ignorance of either what was going on within me or outside of me. But yeah, there are times where I look back on different people that I've been and I'm like, oh, she would have never done that. Oh, she would never be struggling with this. And it's not in a way where I want to go back to being that person because I know ultimately in the bigger picture, that person was not making healthy choices and was not prioritizing herself at all. But it's still sad. And there are a lot of friendships and relationships that only survived because of that version of me. Whether it be me overgiving and carrying relationships or silencing certain parts of me playing a small game so that I didn't ruffle too many feathers because I felt like the way I walked then was a problem for so many and I let that control what I didn't didn't do and now oh god I really don't care who falls off I obviously love the people that I hold close and near to my heart but if anyone has an issue with me stepping into my power fully and taking on the bigger things in life that I have always wanted and have been preparing myself for, then so be it. If I have to lose those people, so be it. I've finally been able to be at a place where it doesn't matter how much I love anybody outside of me, my love for me triumphs all, and it's not wavering. It's not because I'm single right now. It's not because life is somewhat calm. It's literally because I owe it to myself. I've been miserable for too long. I have dimmed all that I am for far too long. And I'm over it. So if you're out there, and whether you're listening to this episode because you're already working on it and you're feeling the struggle, or because you're thinking about making major changes in your life, and how you operate. I hope this episode is helpful. I hope you find it in yourself to forgive yourself for letting yourself down, for choosing the wrong things, for repeating mistakes. And I hope that you take all that love that you have in your heart and you choose to pour it into yourself. I've said this in a previous episode before, if not multiple, but taking care of yourself is a huge act of love. When we bring our best selves or create our best selves, we also become the best friends, the best relatives, the best sister, brother, daughter, son, friend, co-worker, leader, whatever that we possibly can be. When we do a good job at loving ourselves, we do an even better job at loving others. 
Your healing is about you and no one else can give it to you if you are making the choice to give yourself better, whatever that may look like for you. Be proud of yourself. Keep going. I promise it's worth it. And it'll pay off. You'll have the things that you want. You'll be that person that you want to be. Mm -hmm.